Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Uh, we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna do this Facebook Live post game thing tonight. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know how long it's gonna go because uh, I didn't take any notes or anything. It was pretty clear. It was pretty clear early in that game. Uh, the Flyers just did not have it tonight. Uh, they actually opened the scoring with that uh, that nice move Couturier made to put the puck in the net. Um, but it was pretty much all ducks all night. Uh, what was even the final? I don't know. Six, two. Yeah. It wasn't even really that close. It felt like the flyers really never got anything going. Um, this is uh, I call one of these games. This is one of those games. Hopefully it doesn't become a trend. Hopefully this is just one bad night for the flyers. They bounce back on Thursday and take it to Ottawa and everything's cool. Uh, this is a game. This is why my dad would say uh, he bought uh, Phantoms tickets when I was a kid, not flyers tickets, because you never know when you're just going to get uh, when you're just going to get one of those clunkers as he used to call them. And he wouldn't, He'd just be like, oh, we're not paying the money to go see a clunker. We'll go see the Phantoms for like eight bucks. Uh, so a little bit of wisdom uh, from my old man, the, the the guy who bought me a Brett Favre jersey for my eighth birthday and said, don't be an Eagles fan. So, you know, he's a smart guy, but that's uh, that uh, that's just the kind of game it was tonight. I just don't think I just don't think they had it tonight. And that's really that's really all there was. Um Brian Elliott was bad. Um, he hasn't been great this year, but I don't think he's been as bad as some people are portraying him. In uh, before tonight, in four of his five starts, he had a nine thirteen or better save percentage. He was brought in to be competent, and I think he's been mostly competent. Uh, his first twelve or so starts last year were horrific, and then he was really good for the rest of the season until. Um, his last couple and then the playoffs where he was bad, but he's basically Steve Mason. They brought him in to, to be a stopgap, and that's what he is. He was terrible tonight though. Uh, but the whole team was terrible. Uh, and that's just, I just don't, I don't want this to become a trend. I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see the Flyers get pushed around like they were tonight. The Flyers aren't a big team. The Flyers aren't the most physical team. They have a couple physical guys. Uh, I really like what I'm seeing out of Robert Haig in terms of physicality. Uh, he's a, uh, more assertive than I expected. Um, yeah, but it's just uh, it's just one of them games. I, I'm not going to get too upset about it because 82-game season, this is the first one that, I, you know, the Flyers weren't in. I felt like they've had a chance to win every game this season. They came in at 5-3 and three and could have easily been, you know, 6-2, and 7-1, 8-0. Oh. So um, I'll, I'll right now – 5-4-0 could be better, but it's better than the starts they've had recently, and there's enough encouraging things uh, up and down the lineup to, um, you know, to hold me over until Thursday at least before I really start to get on them. I'm going to take a little bit of the blame. I'm going to take a little bit of the blame for this loss because, as you can see, if you've uh, joined us before or watched us on Facebook during the uh, during the Monday show, 
no stash. It, uh, it had to go today. So uh, I will take, I will take a little bit of the blame. It was because AMAC is gone. You know what? I said it as a joke and I don't believe it, but for a guy who um, all the players on the team, the coaches, they talk about his leadership. They talk about his poise, his professionalism, and uh, just how, how he brings it every night. And uh, all those intangibles, we hear about Andrew McDonald. And then the first game without him, we, uh, we see a clunker. So, again, it's not something I'm going to harp on, and it's not a hot take I want to put my name to. But it's something to maybe keep an eye on. Um, again, Andrew McDonald doesn't really help this team win games on a nightly basis, but there could be something to his leadership or whatever the hell they see in him. I don't, ah, I'm losing myself on this one. I'm like trying to say it and I don't even know, I, I don't even know where to take it because, uh, what, what am I going to say? They got killed tonight because Andrew McDonald wasn't there. They got killed because they played like shit. Uh, it happens. Again, maybe they come out on Thursday and it's a rejuvenated team. This is a wake-up call, uh, and they just they just had a bad night. Um, on top of having a bad night, the Nolan Patrick injury is serious. Certainly looked uh, it certainly looked like uh, concussion symptoms when your head goes into the boards like that. Me personally, the uh, I believe the first concussion I suffered playing hockey was a uh, a similar shoulder-to-shoulder, shoulder, head-into-the-boards kind of play. So, um, you know, that'll be – that's concerning. A guy with an injury history, I don't believe he has much of a – I don't believe he has much of a, uh, a concussion history that I've seen. He had the abdomen. He's had some collarbones. Um, but I don't believe he's had a real concussion history in his career. But it's just another thing. You know, you have the facial infection in, in, the, uh, in the summer. And it just – it's a number of things that have added up to uh, – really derail Nolan Patrick's career uh, this early. But, you know, maybe he bounces back, passes protocol by the weekend or something. I wouldn't expect him to play Thursday. Uh, maybe he's back in there for – when do they play Toronto? Toronto is Saturday. Uh, maybe he's in there uh, Toronto Saturday. Maybe they come back. Maybe they wait. Uh, don't want to put him on a plane. He comes back into the lineup Monday against the Coyotes. Um all possibilities, I guess. Or maybe they just play cautious and hold him out because he's a 19-year-old kid, second overall pick. And, you know, we'll just we'll just see how that plays out. Uh, I want to get to some of your questions now. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to go for. As long as you people want to talk, I'm down to talk. But, uh, you know, it, it was a shitty game tonight, so I don't know how into it people are going to be. So let's just get to it. Bill Manning tonight. Morin getting called up. Uh, man, that would be nice. You just see... It's just one of those disconnects, man. Like, we we feel like we see enough to be like, what do they see in Brandon Manning? But there's something that this staff likes about Brandon Manning. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, and, you know, I said the Flyers got pushed around tonight. Um, I don't think the Flyers need to seriously toughen up. I don't think they need to go get an enforcer. I, I like the way they play with speed. I think they use their functional strength well. Uh, in the corners and winning battles and stuff, but they need to play their speed game. Uh, if you're the smaller team, which they clearly were tonight, Anaheim is a really big team and the Flyers are a smaller team, uh, you need to use your speed and don't get into situations where you're going to lose, you know, puck battles to a bigger guy. Get to the puck first and move it. 
that's how you win. Uh, that's how you win these kinds of matchups. In the first meeting with the Ducks, I think they used their speed really well, uh, utilized their skill, and they just didn't do that tonight. So, um, but that said, while uh, I, I I don't think the Flyers need to seriously toughen up, they do need to toughen up in front of their own net. I think they need to tighten up defensive zone coverage. Uh, too many goals, and it's been a, it's been an area of concern of mine for a couple years now. Net front defense. When you look at the beating a guy like Wayne Simmons takes in front of his own net from other teams, and then look at the free pass. Uh, Opposing forwards get in front of Flyers goalies. I said for 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 basically Mason's entire uh, Mason's entire tenure here that he was he was the most contacted goalie in the league. There was just never any never really any net front front presence. And Sam Moran would be that guy. I mean, that's what he's that's what he'd be here to do is be a net front presence. I want someone clearing that porch. Uh, they don't they don't have it right now. You got Brandon Manning out there, uh, Robert Haig looking into space on a. Uh, on, I believe, the one power play goal. It was just too many coverage breakdowns in front. I would really like to see Sam Moran called up. Um, who knows what they're going to do, though. They seem comfortable with these six. Um, maybe the, tonight's game kind of changed their mind. Maybe they'll say, hey, we do need a physical presence and bring Sam Moran up for the road trip, give him a shot. I mean, Brandon Manning – if they were expecting him to step up in some way, he clearly didn't do that tonight. Granted, I don't think anybody played well uh, really at all. Uh, I would say Sanheim was okay. He had that assist, first career assist. That was nice to see. Sanheim is continuing to get more comfortable out there. He got some, he got some penalty kill time tonight and uh, didn't look out of place the whole time. So that was cool. Uh, Couturier with the two goals. That line, I don't have uh, – I don't have any fancy stats in front of me, but I'd be willing to say they're the only team with uh, anything close to a maybe 50% uh, like shot percentage for or anything. It looked like they were the only ones who got any sustained pressure at any point. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would actually be interested in seeing those numbers from tonight because it just felt like the Ducks had the puck on offense the whole freaking game. All right, but uh, Moran getting called up to answer your question, Bill Leonard. I doubt it. But um, you know, if I'm if I was a decision maker, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think he's kind of what they need right now. All right, uh, bring back the mustache, maybe, uh, maybe. It's uh, it's really uncomfortable, man. Like it's, I constantly feel like I got something in it. And I was drinking Guinness this weekend, and it was like a milk mustache the whole time. Hi, please yell about Dale Weiss playing over Taylor Lear. Thank you. Um, you know, Lear missed the game the other night. I thought Hextall said he and um, well, he and Jordan Wheel. I blanked there for a second. We're both good to go uh, after missing the uh, the weekend. But uh, I guess I can't imagine after the games Dale Weiss has played uh, recently. I think he got like eight minutes of ice time against Edmonton. He had the fewest on the team. He only got like ten minutes. Uh, in the game before that, and that was aided by, like, a minute on the power play because Simmons came out, so he joined that role. Uh, so he had, like, you know, not eight, nine minutes in the, uh, what was that, the Nashville game last Thursday. So I got to believe it was just Taylor Lear not ready to go tonight and Dale Weiss stepping into that role. He's got, he plays with a little bit of speed. He's a decent skater. Um, 
forechecking kind of guy, so I guess they thought he would fit into that uh, that fourth-line role. Personally, I'd prefer Matt Reed in that role because he helps you on the penalty kill, and he's just uh, – I, I just like him better. I, I mean, you know, they're probably comparable bottom of the lineup forwards at this point, but I would just prefer Matt Reed. But I see uh, – uh, I, I see Dale Weiss in there tonight over Lear, and I gotta believe it's just Lear still uh, Lear still banged up. Bill Hack juggled D pairs in the third. Would you juggle them again? Um, no, because I like Provorov Sanheim. Provorov Sanheim is a pair I've been interested in for a while. I thought um, by playing Sanheim on the right side last season in the AHL, um, they were preparing him to play with Ivan Provorov specifically. Now they just need, you know, guys who can play the right side. So maybe they were just getting him ready to play the right side with whoever. And he's, he's one of your dynamic skaters. He's a good puck handler. So they thought he'd be one of the best guys to do it. Um, but I thought, uh, I thought last year it was like, okay, let's get our two first round picks. Uh, two first round pick defensemen is our, our top pair. They're both left-handed. Let's have the more dynamic puck handler and Sanheim on that right side. Uh, for that offensive upside, I've always thought it's much easier for a lefty to shoot from the right. Um, maybe that's what they were doing. But they initially went with Haig, but uh, I want to see Haig back with Gostas Bear. I really like that pairing. Um, it gives you you're, – you're in – the only problem is now you're in – you're just in a, a tight spot with are you going to go Gudis Manning? Are you going to go Gudis – uh, Jesus, I was just talking about. Are you going to go Gudis Manning or you can go Gudis Sam Moran? I just, I, they're in a tight spot with the pairings right now. Um, they just don't have, they don't have a six I'm comfortable with to go that top heavy on the top four, but I think you just got to do it. I think you got to bite the bullet and see if you can only get like fourth line tight minutes out of that third pair for the time being. Um, but I would, I would, I would probably stick, um, I'd probably stick Sanheim with with Provorov. Maybe keep the um, maybe keep the um, what was what did they start to, tonight with Ghost and Gudis? I'd probably keep Ghost and Gudis together, and then maybe if they're gonna um, then you have um, then you have that third pair, and you just kind of get through it. Who knows? Who knows? Robert Haig. I would love to see a Haig Moran pairing in the third uh, as the third. Bill, Wheel Rusty, did you see anything else with that line? Um, Wheel's all over the place, man. He's uh, He made a couple good plays tonight. Uh, he's going to start scoring soon. I was really, really disappointed in the game Travis Konechny played. Again, I was disappointed in pretty much everyone's game, but Travis Konechny just seemed to have a couple of those lapses that they really tried to break him of last year. He just has some bad habits. He just makes some soft plays along the boards. Uh, I think he's a very good player. Again, I still expect him to break out. I think tonight was just a night that the whole team played bad. Um, but Konechny had some of those soft plays along the boards tonight that I uh, found that landed him in the press box some last year. Uh, that that really, you know, at the end of the year, he's playing on the fourth line. He, he gets his ice time diminished uh, throughout the season. And those were the types of plays. Again, I think everyone was bad tonight. I don't want to single out Travis Konechny, but he's a guy I expect more of. Uh, you know, when Brandon Manning makes a mistake, it's Brandon Manning. I don't expect anything out of him. Travis Konechny is a guy I want I want in this top six for, uh, you know, the next 10 years. So I need to see, I need to see more out of him. But, again, bad game all around tonight. 
what was up with all the non-calls from the refs tonight? I don't mean to put it on the refs, but some of those non-calls were questionable. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the Flyers were called for some stuff. I feel like they deserved it most, but there were just some blatant non-calls. Um, starting with the uh, who was it? Gudis got into it in front of the net, and I, I cannot remember uh, who he was penalized along with. But he was cross-checked, and then you know, it was clear cross-check to the to the kidneys after Gudis did nothing but follow his shot. And you know it's Radko Gudis; he's got the reputation, but he really just didn't do anything. It was just a, a meeting in front of the net, and then he gets cross-checked in the back, and then both both players drop their gloves, and somehow it's four on four. I I, I was baffled by that. Uh, Getzlaff on a penalty kill just straight up tripped Giroux. They were yapping each at each other a little bit before the faceoff, I believe. Giroux won it after uh, being pissed that Getzlaff wasn't tossed out of the circle and then won it anyway. And um, uh, Giroux goes to skate by him and just straight up trips him. Or Getzlaff trips Giroux and absolutely no call. Uh, Giroux had that uh, uh, the, the rush where he was blatantly slashed and there was no call. So there were definitely some misses tonight. Uh, again, I think most of the Flyers penalties were deserved. I really hated that Giroux trip. Um, he needs to just have more control, but I understand the frustration on just a night where nothing is going right. And uh, you had a couple of plays where you think you were interfered with, you were tripped, whatever. And then you're skating by a guy, you, you, you know, give him the little, give him that little slew foot or whatever foot, but it was kind of a kind of like a uh, how you doing trip, and he knocked him down, and he gets called for that. And that's just frustration getting the best of him, and he's a guy who does get frustrated. He wears his, he plays with a ton of emotion. That's why we love him sometimes, but he needs to tighten that up. But yeah, I, I don't believe the officiating was very good tonight overall. Um, any thoughts on the six nine pairing? Yeah, um, liked it, liked it. It's, come on, why aren't these comments loading? I know there's got to be more here. 70-some people here. But, yeah, I, I would like to see those two play together and kind of front load uh, Sanheim and uh, Sanheim and Provorov, kind of front line or front load the talent there, uh, get them in positions where they can um, create some offense. You know, that's what that's what it's all about is breaking the puck out, getting it through the neutral zone and getting it up to your forwards so that you can get on offense. And I think that would be a great pairing to uh, – a great pairing to be able to do that with. Are there like more comments that I'm not seeing? Like this stuff just isn't loading for me right now. Or I guess I, I'm asking you, but if that's the case, like you can't, it's not a two way conversation that we're going to be able to have. Um, all right. Well, if this, if these comments aren't, I really wish, okay, no, we're being quiet. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Bill, if Patrick is out, who plays? It's a great question. I guess uh, Yuri Laterra has uh, some experience at center, so um, maybe he steps in on that line. What uh, what would we be looking on looking at on that line then? Would it be? Geez, if Lear is back, is it then Laterra, Weiss, and Konechny? That's ugly. Uh, that's real ugly. Geez. Um, yeah, you don't want to break up the top line. So Giroux's not going to go back to center. So Couturier, Giroux, Voracek are going to sit still. Maybe you mix up that middle six is the only thing I can think. Um, Raffles played some center, but I don't know if they want to do that. I don't know if they want to move Raffle up uh, into a middle six role or into center. So I guess, but God, 
Laterra and Weiss with, with Konechny. That is ugly. Um, man. Uh, maybe you put Philpola, Philpola with, I don't know. Yeah, that's, geez, they're in a rough spot there with, without a, without wanting to move Giroux back to center. They're in a tough spot. Uh, would they call up a center? I don't, they have, they have all 14 forwards. That's the thing is, um, you know, I think Vecchioni's down there playing wing. I would love to see him up, but I doubt it. Maybe he's playing. I'm not really sure, but I thought he was playing wing uh, in the AHL last I checked. My best guess would be Laterra plays center because uh, he's got experience at center in his career. And it'll just maybe depend on how long Patrick is out for. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Raffle get some time at center, but I don't think they're going to do it. They just don't seem, uh, they don't seem all that interested. Uh, Martel come up. Uh, Hextel had some interesting comments uh, about Martel the other day, about Danny Martel. Well, let me look up his numbers. Maybe not everybody knows that he's off to a really good start for the Phantoms right now. But Hextel had some interesting comments. He said, yes, you know, Martel's start is looking really good, but uh, you don't want to um, – you don't want to get too crazy about the small sample size and just a hot start. You got to see it play out. And yes, like it's, he's had a very encouraging start, um, but uh, maybe, maybe not the right time. Yeah. Martell has seven goals and three assists in seven games for the Phantoms. Uh, let's see. Vecchioni has a goal and six assists for seven points in seven games. And Phil Verone, two goals and four assists in seven games. So, um, they might have some oh, – where the hell did you go? Oh, there you are. Uh, lost the lost the Facebook tab there for a second. So I guess they have some call-up options, but my best guess, uh, unless they're really just going to break up this top line, which, I mean, it's the only line doing anything. So I can't imagine they want to do that. Uh, they have a ton of chemistry right now. They're creating plays left and right. Um, unless you're going to move Giroux back to center and have some more uh, – get back to that depth down the middle – uh, my guess is Yuri Laterra uh, moves into center, but geez, that and uh, yeah, you could if Taylor Lear remains out, you could have Weiss, Laterra, and Reed all in the lineup for for another game. That would just be my God. We were so encouraged. We were so encouraged. Um, so how about those Eagles, huh? That was a great game last night. I really enjoyed myself. I was sitting in the stands. That was a good time, huh? Ben Simmons with that triple-double? How about that? Joe Allen B, 30 points? Yeah, good times, good times. Uh, I've depressed myself thinking about a Latera Weiss line with, with Travis Konechny. That's how you punish Konechny for his game tonight. Oh, you want to make those soft plays along the boards? Guess what? You're playing with Latera and Weiss this week. Yeah, so... Um, not an encouraging game. Not an encouraging game. The The overall effort was bad. Um, they just did not have it tonight. And the uh, the Nolan Patrick injury is kind of a bummer. He was starting to see him come into his own. Uh, just really wanted to see him get more and more comfortable at this level. And, and here he is out with another injury. This is a guy, again, he's missed some time. Missed some time throughout his career uh, for various things. And concussions are no joke, man. That's... That's the one thing. You know, they're just 
you never know what's going to happen to a guy. And I don't even know if he's concussed, but it looked as if um, he suffered a concussion. I have post game on right now, but of, of course it's muted because I'm speaking with you. Um, what happened on the Patrick injury? He got stapled along the boards and it just looked like he, uh, his head met the glass. Um, wasn't a dirty hit. Thought it was a clean play. Uh, uh, Patrick was a little, um, considering he was in the corner around the puck, he probably should have been expecting contact. It was a good hard hit. Um, he might have been able to protect himself a little better, but it 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 got on him fast, and uh, he just he got he got nailed, man. It was not a it was not a pretty play. Um, take it he didn't return. No, the um, the uh, he he left. I think it was like two minutes into the second, I believe. And he's he they announced he wasn't going to be back. Uh, I'm not expecting him back. If I had to guess, the soonest I would expect him back is Monday against the Coyotes when they're uh, when they're home again. I wouldn't want to put him on a plane. We've uh, we all know about this organization's history putting uh, putting guys with bad injuries on planes. So would like to avoid that if if necessary, if if at all possible. Um, not trying to make light of the situation. I'm just trying to wrap my head around everything. My freaking concussions, man. Why is it always concussions? Why? 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 Lindros, Primo, Pronger kind of was a concussion, got hit in the eye. I guess it was post-concussion syndrome that really ended his career. Why has it always got to be concussions? The, the brain damage thing is the one thing, like broken bones heal. I don't think you ever get over a concussion fully. Like you recover and you don't have symptoms anymore, but like the damage is done. Thanks for the info. No problem. Uh, I think Simmer would have dropped them even with the shield and dental work. You know, Bill, I would have really loved to um, see what he was going to do. He really wanted to go. Was that with um, Was that with Getzlaff, I think? He really wanted to go. I would like to have seen if he would have taken off his helmet. It's a penalty. That's the one issue is that it's um, it's a, is it a misconduct or is it an extra two? I'm not totally sure, but uh, the ex of the one that punched Gudis, what happened there? Uh, yeah, they had uh, the fight after the box when they weren't allowed to uh, when they weren't allowed to go initially, and then they just came out of the box and fight. Bieksa nailed him with that Superman punch. It was like Roman Reigns came down on him, uh, and that was pretty much that. Um, but I would have liked to see if Simmons would have taken off his helmet just to fight, even though uh, I would like to see him avoid those extra penalties whenever possible. I love Simmons' toughness. I really applaud his willingness to go with anybody, but you're one of the best players on the team. Maybe take it easy. Don't get those extra friggin' whatever. I don't know, but I assume it's a misconduct. Uh, or maybe it's just an extra two for taking off your helmet to fight. But whatever it is, uh, I would like to see him avoid that. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was Getzlaff that Simmons got into it too. Yeah, the Gudis thing was weird. Um, like the, the refs didn't let him go when they had both just dropped their gloves, even though there had been uh, – that's the thing is if – I wonder if they let them go initially, did they have to give Bieksa the uh, the instigator? Because he just went up to him and cross-checked him in the back. So if Gudis gets up and they fight, I mean, that's instigation. He instigated the fight by cross-checking him. So maybe they were just trying to avoid that, but they just didn't let him go. And uh, it was four on four, and then they get out of the box and immediately fight. So great job on that, referees. You really prevented something there. Uh, and then Gudis, it was... It wasn't a fight. I mean, Gudis just got 
he, he got clocked once and that was that. Um, that's, I love, uh, I love Gudis's toughness the same way. I want to see Moran come up and fight people, but, uh, you really don't want to see uh defenseman fighting because there's only six of them and it really screws up your rotation, uh, when they have to sit for five minutes. So power play tonight, just one of them, just one of them nights. They were off, uh, just, you know my theory on power plays. Um, they're like power hitters, man. When they're hot, they're hot. They're just popping home runs. And when they're striking out, it's ugly. And the Flyers are striking out tonight. Uh, the offense overall hasn't been great. Um, was it before uh, before the Nashville game? They were like second in the league in goals per game, the second Nashville game on Thursday. Um they get shut out one nothing. They only get two against Edmonton. Now they get what another two tonight. So that's uh, the offense hasn't been great overall. Uh, I assume it'll get going because I just see a ton of talent on this team, and I saw, I saw what they were doing uh, early in the season, just with the puck movement, using their speed, getting the cycle game going. But the offense uh, as a whole is in a slump right now, and that power play is as much a part of the offense as any teams in the league. Uh, Penalty kill tough night. They they weren't great. Uh, Brandon Manning is not very good. You have uh, you know Taylor Lear is a key part of the of the penalty kill. He's out again. Um, so they're missing some pieces. Even Andrew McDonald. Hey man, I again don't want to be praising Andrew McDonald, but he's a guy who does it. He's a guy who's out there and does it and wasn't out there tonight. So it's just another another missing piece. They, they have a lot to overcome in the next couple of games. You're going to see, going to find out a lot about this team's character uh, over the next couple of nights. Uh, if they're, you know, with the Patrick injury and still adjusting the defensive pairs uh, with the McDonald injury, what are they going to do with Manning? Um, Taylor Lear, we'll see what happens. Jordan Wheel just coming back in. So, uh we're going to find out about this team's character over the next couple of nights. Are they going to bounce back? Are they going to get right back to playing the really good hockey? Uh, I'm doing this for Steph right now. Oh, and it's all right. Oh, I'm just kidding. I, whenever I say get back to, I got to, I got to break into the song and Steph absolutely hates that song. and That tickles me to death even more. Um, where, where was I? <laughs> uh, I feel like the flyers right now. I'm just not uh not into it tonight, guys. Like, the team sucked. I didn't know if anyone was even going to want to talk about it. Uh, I'm glad you do. I love doing this with you guys. Also, I'll talk about the team, you know, as long as you guys want to. This is this is a great joy of mine. I volunteer for these. Uh, I also don't want to do the pregame interviews. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do the postgame. Talk to the people. I don't want to have to do interviews before the game. So all that, uh, all that stuff, the checking out the competition, Kelly and Charlie and uh, – and Steph handle all that. They're great at it. This is more my thing, where I can just talk to you, talk to myself for you know extended period of time and just discuss the game. <sighs> but yeah, the penalty kill defense overall, it was a bad night. That's I. That's I'm chalking this whole thing up to a bad night. Brian Elliott was not good. Like Ivan Provorov made some mistakes tonight. And Robert Haig uh, had some had at least one. I, I, I got to watch some of the goals again, but it looked like there was one coverage lapse in front, I believe, on a penalty kill where him and Manning were out there. I would like to see more. It was either one of them. Either one of them could have taken the man in front and just neither did. Uh, 
No, no more talk of the game. Sing to us. No one wants to hear me sing. I can promise you that. Um, what um, what do we have coming up? So we have Ottawa. They just got Carlson back. Ottawa is doing better. I thought Ottawa was going to be the team that regressed the most uh, after last season. But they've actually – where'd they go? Yeah, they're uh they're four one and three. All right, so they have three loser points, but uh, eleven. They're third place in the Atlantic right now, uh, with eleven points. Man, Toronto seven two and zero, oh, and Tampa eight one and one, top of the Atlantic. So we have the uh, we have where broad okay. We have uh, this week we have the um, the first round matchup of the Atlantic Division in back-to-back games, uh, Ottawa and Toronto. We're going to figure out if this team can bounce back, if they're going to get right back to you know, playing that good hockey that they were playing. Like I said, I think the Flyers had a chance to win every game uh, this season uh, until tonight. Tonight was the first one where they just kind of threw a clunker out there. So um, I don't want this to, I don't want this to continue. I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see bad habits form. Uh, when you've got some injuries, you've got some guys out, you've got some lines being shuffled. This is when bad habits kind of start to set in, and I want to I want to see that nipped in the bud. I want to see I want to see them come out uh, on Thursday and just kind of take it to Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa's been pretty good this year. Uh, yeah, they're like I said, four one and three. Uh, so you have a you have a decent you have a decent test there. And hey, man, anytime you're up against one of the best players in the world, which Eric Carlson is. Uh, you've got a you've got a tough game on your hands, and everyone knows how much I hate the Ottawa Senators. My God, I think I hate the Senators more than the Penguins. I'm going to be totally honest with you, and it's all about that brawl. It is all about that brawl. I hate the way they conducted themselves in that brawl. Um, I just I'll never get over it. I will never fully. Um, I'll just never. I will just. I will always hate the Ottawa Senators. It kills me that Eric Carlson plays for that team because he is such a joy to watch. He is one of the best things in the NHL. Eric Carlson is one of the best things the NHL has going for it. And I just, I root against them. I was, I was rooting for Pittsburgh in the playoffs last year. I can say that completely honestly. I was rooting for Pittsburgh over Ottawa in the playoffs last year. I hate them. So I have two things I'm looking for. I need the Flyers to, uh, to play well. On Thursday, because I just don't want to see, I don't want to see this bad game become a trend. They were so bad tonight. I want this to just be an aberration. Like, ah, didn't have it tonight. Tough, tough night, tough night. Um, and I really want to take it to Ottawa because I hate them. And then Toronto. I mean, hey, that's a. You want to talk speed and firepower? That's as tough of a test as they've had uh, all year. That's, I mean, that's one of the best teams in the league right there. Toronto has, Toronto has a crazy window right now in that they have so many young guys on cheap contracts. They're able to, you know, go out and get a Patrick Marlowe and just kind of, uh, just kind of go for it. They're in an interesting situation to be able to go for it this year. I like, uh, I like what Toronto has a lot. I like, uh, I like watching them too. So it's going to be fun just to get to see Austin Matthews and some of their, some of their young stars, uh, on what's that Saturday night? Yes. Uh, so Saturday night, it's the uh, it's the Maple Leafs. Oh, so that's pro- oh Saturday night game. That might be hockey night in Canada. Eh? Uh, so that's good stuff right there. Uh, nice little rivalry with the Maple Leafs. Bring back the uh, bring back the Ronit goal. Per Hextall, 
Patrick to be reevaluated tomorrow. I just blanked there. Um, reevaluated tomorrow. Um, he got his bell rung, and they're going to see how he feels when he wakes up. Uh, I hope they're monitoring him. I hope um, you know they take all the proper precautions and stuff. I'm sure they will. The Flyers are a first-class or- organization in that regard. Um, just uh, I want this kid to be all right. Uh, that's all that was tweeted. All right. Thank you, David. Um, all right. So we'll see. We'll see how this Patrick thing – We'll see how this Patrick thing works out. Uh, hope he's all right. Hope he can get back in the lineup as soon as possible. I don't expect him back in the lineup till Monday when they come back home. Uh, but that was a, it's a rough thing to see because you just want to see this kid grow. And, like, when they're going to have games like they do tonight, um, we've said all along we'd rather watch them. If they're going to have these mistake-riddled games and if the rookies are going to struggle, let's just watch the rookies struggle. I don't want to see Brandon Manning go out there and struggle. I don't want to see Dale Wee struggle. You know, I want, if someone is going to struggle, let it be the young kids where the struggle might turn into something that pays off eventually. Uh, great job tonight. Thanks for doing the show. You're the best. Bill, you got a great name. Uh, that's all I can tell you. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, I do, before I wrap it up, want to tell you about draft. Uh, if you are a daily fantasy player, draft.com is your place, man. Uh, they've got everything football, they've got the MLB playoffs going on, uh, daily fantasy hockey. Uh, they have golf. I don't even know fantasy golf was a thing, but if it's your thing, go for it. But just sign up for an account at draft.com with promo code BSH Radio. Uh, I don't know if it's case sensitive, but it's. I was sent the code as capital BSHR. Adio. So uh, BSH Radio promo code draft.com. Hook that up uh, for all your daily fantasy needs. You will not be disappointed. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I am astounded by the number of people who, who joined me after uh, after these games, hang out, want to just keep talking about the game. It was a bad one tonight, guys. I, I can't sugarcoat it. I think everyone played uh, terribly. But Hopefully they bounce back on Thursday, and this is just one of them bumps in the road, and it's not a sign of things to come. So have a great night, everybody, and I will be back. Yes, I will be back on Thursday. I am doing the show on Thursday again as well, so I will see you then. Have a great night, Philly. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.